Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Well, I diddly do. Ken Willis and Godwin. Oh, nope. Ken Willis. No Godwin Kelly. No Zach Dean. I'm all alone in the pod, and it's a little scary. The motor mouth is coming at you uh, this week. Mr. Kelly is a. Uh, he took the whole damn week off. He forget Thursday, Friday of Thanksgiving week. He just said, "I'm taking the whole thing off," and he did it. And uh, Zach Dean, the world's youngest angry old man, he, he's not here either. So uh, here I am. Left to my own devices. We're gonna wrap up the uh, we're gonna wrap up the NASCAR season. Talk about Homestead, and I'm gonna tell you why Joey 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 Logano is a uh, is a uh, fitting champion and will be a good champion for NASCAR. Why he was the best pick? <coughs> excuse me. Why he was the best pick of those four? If you're the type of guy who markets NASCAR and has to sell tickets and uh and commercials on TV. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll recap a little bit of uh, we I me. We'll recap a little bit of the uh, Homestead race. We'll also uh, talk about Banquet. We'll talk about other champions. I will give you a, uh, a gift tip. We are th- It's Thanksgiving week, which means we're just a couple of days away from that time every year when you say, I'm going to get my Christmas, done shop- my Christmas shopping done early this year. And therefore, we're about four weeks away from when you say, oh, my God, Christmas is here and I haven't done any shopping. And I will give you a great tip on how to handle that. Uh, and we'll play a revised birthday game since it's hard to uh, hard to play that with just one person. So anyway, we'll do all that and maybe more. Who knows? Right after this. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. What do you know? We're back. I keep saying that. Well, Chris, you're here, aren't you? More or less. Okay, good. So you're here. Somebody's running the board. So Chris will run the board. So he's uh, he's my goblin today. Can you handle that? <laughs> there it is. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, here's why Joey Logano was the perfect guy to win to win Homestead. I did a column on that Sunday in the Daytona Beach News Journal. You can find all that stuff online. Uh, I think you get about five freebies a month. Then it'll cost you. Um. Of the other three who made up the final four at Homestead, I liked Logano because of a process of elimination. First of all, Kyle Busch doesn't have a whole lot of fans, and he's not lovable and huggable, so all right, we take him out of the equation. 
Kevin Harvick, just a few weeks before, had gotten popped for cheating. His uh, team had a a non-conforming spoiler at Texas where he uh, where he ran off with the race and late going. I loved how the the you know the crew chief was suspended for the final two races, Rodney Childers, and I liked how he said that the spoiler that they used in that race was not the reason they won the race, at which point you want to say, well, why on earth would you have used an illegal spoiler if it wasn't going to do you any good? What's the purpose in cheating if uh, if it ain't to win? What's the use in dying if you don't die trying? Oh, that's a I'm trying to remember who, who sang that. Anyway, um, Kevin Harvick, all right, rule him out because if he had won, everybody would be going, well, you know, what did they do to win this time? What was illegal in the car? So you got that hanging over their head. I don't think they wanted Martin Truex to win because his team was disbanding at the end of that race, the Furniture Road team. He's moving on to Joe Gibbs Racing, and then that puts a spotlight on the fact that, boy, you're defending champion, now a two-time champion, and that team can't find enough funding to to stay on the racetrack. What's going on in NASCAR? So they didn't want to have to answer all those questions. So Logano, big smile, comes off as a big teenager, uh, with that big goofy smile and 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 ready laughter and and he's just a he uh, he's got that he's really got a big and good personality but uh, he's not a he's not a goofy kid on the racetrack he's not afraid to uh, throw his elbows out and uh, win in uh, old fashioned stock car fashion uh, style by you know if he's got to bump somebody he's proven that he'll do that and for the most part fans like that unless of course they don't like Joey Logano then they don't like that then they do like it when their guy does it follow me all right. So anyway, Joey made the went immediately on the marketing scheme up in New York City. He did a little bit of Kelly and Ryan, which used to be Regis and Kathy, then became uh, Regis and Kelly, then became Kelly and uh, Buck Owens, I think, was her co-star there for a few years. And uh, so he did that. He did the Jim Rome show. He went on Sirius XM Radio and uh, was a guest on Jenny McCarthy's Sirius XM Radio show. I uh, I missed that one. I'm kind of sorry I did. Anyway, back to uh, Homestead, the last lap. Uh, by the time they got to the closing laps, it was obvious that Logano had the car and he was going to win. Uh, the only issue, the only drama was around whether or not somebody might uh, cause a caution flag to come out and bunch everybody up, at which point Joey would have had to win the race off the green flag and uh, and if he was going to be champion. And you never know what's going to happen on a restart. So I got to thinking, who who among these other three who are trying desperately and, and failing to catch up to Joey Logano, who might do them a solid by uh, looping into a big old spin? And the obvious answer, of course, was Clint Boyer, because if you go back to the issues at Michael Waltrip racing several years ago involving him, I believe, and uh, Martin Truex, uh, a little bit of deliberate caution causing got everybody into some trouble. And I was thinking, well, maybe Boyer might do a little loop-de-loop, you know, a little casual educated spin and bring out the caution i was thinking, well that 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 might work kurt bush could possibly do it that would have helped uh, that would have helped kevin harvick out if either one of those guys could have done that for their teammate uh, perhaps denny hamlin might have done it to help uh, kyle bush who knows he would also have been helping truex because truex a sort of a sister car also in the toyota but nobody did that and then uh logano won easily coasted coasted home off the final turn and then that got me thinking you know in today's uh short attention span theater that uh they've done everything they can to make the championship race a tight affair 
So what they do is they take the final four and they give them, they put them on even ground going into the last race. I think we're about uh, ten years away from where they uh, go to the final lap and put them all side by side by side by side to run the final lap, just to make sure that they have a, a close, dramatic finish. And yes, I think I'm kidding, but who knows? All right, enough of that. Enough, Joey Logano. Got some other stuff to talk about, and we'll do that when we get back right after this. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back with you. Get that big-time auto racing. What you'll get is uh, multiple winners sometimes. So down at the homestead last week, uh, raise your hand if you can name uh, the Truck Series and Xfinity Series champions. Yeah? Can you name a driver for me? Chris, anybody? Nobody? All right. Uh, Brett Moffitt. Uh, Brett, Brett Moffitt. Yeah, what was that guy's? Uh, Lightning McQueen. There you go. Brett Moffitt won the truck championship. Tyler Reddick won the old won the Bush Series championship, as we call it here in the pod. Um, it used to be that such things were a ticket to a to a promotion. You know, Moffitt would certainly be going to the Xfinity Series next year, and Reddick would probably be taking his choice of two or three Cup Series teams that uh, to hitch his wagon to, but. But uh, those days are gone, at least for now. Uh, the banquet for those two series will be a week from Saturday. Let me do the math. No, I'm not going to do the math. It, uh, it's going to be in Charlotte at the Hall of Fame, NASCAR Hall of Fame, which is uh, a smart move because it at least guarantees uh, some turnstiles humming a little bit there at the Hall of Fame, which, which could use the attendance. The NASCAR Cup Series banquet, they got smart about that. Got smart with that one. They're moving it. Uh, they moved it to Thursday. Used to always do it on Friday, which is a horrible night for TV audience. People don't watch a whole lot of color television on Friday night, so they've moved that to Thursday, which will help with the TV audience. Although not, I, I don't think a whole lot because I think over time people have realized that the uh, the banquet, you know, it's it's uh, you know it's not exactly a cliffhanger. It's not the moon landing, you know. Last year's banquet was uh, the highlight for some, if you if you like this sort of thing, was uh, when Brian France handed the uh, championship ring to Martin Truex and then quickly bolted off stage, which got everybody wondering, what the hell was that all about? <clears throat> anyway, he is, uh, he's, he's bolted so far off stage, he won't be anywhere near uh, the banquet next week, as far as we know. Uh, no word on, uh, on his future status with NASCAR, if Brian will return or not. The guess here is not. Uh, and that's it for you'll get that big time auto racing. If it sounds like we're whizzing through this thing, whizzing, <laughs> whipping through this thing today, there'll be none of that. But I am alone. In there. Um, we are because I'm by myself and I have nobody to banter with because Chris is over there. He's busy working the board and, and put the queen by the jack and then you draw off that other pile. There you go. You got it. All right. We'll be back to close this thing out right after this. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast 
set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back to Motor Mouth. Ken Wellis, all alone. Goblin Kelly is uh, <clears throat> frying a turkey. And Zach Dean, I don't know what Zach Dean's doing. He's somewhere kicking a dog. Uh, Thursday, tomorrow, Thanksgiving. Following that is uh, Black Friday, of course, when everybody uh, pretends they're going to go Christmas shopping, but only buy stuff for themselves. And uh, here's a little tip to help you out. I tell people this every every year at this time, especially if you have kids. If you have kids, chances are those kids have friends. And if those kids, and if your kids have friends, chances are those friends have parents. Sometimes what those parents do is they buy gifts for your kids for Christmas, and it will wear you out if you let it. Now. Sometimes it's the neighborhood kids right down the street. Sometimes it's the kids from school. But you don't know that they're going to buy a gift for your kids, your kid or kids. So you don't know whether or not you should go and buy something in defense, buy something for their kid. So it's a tricky little uh, dilemma is what you got there. You got yourself a sticky wicket. So what you do is you go to, I, I go to Target, Super Target. You can pick out whatever store you want. I choose Super Target because they also have groceries. And here's what I do. I buy little 15 20 $25 gift cards. And what you do is you buy a small stack of them, and you buy, get some generic Christmas cards, and you put them in a dresser drawer somewhere. Or you can put them in, you know, in, a, in, in your pantry. You can put them in the sock drawer. Do whatever you want. And uh, you stick them wherever you want to stick them. And what you do is if uh, somebody surprises you by, uh, you know, if they buy your kids something, you can say, oh, yeah, that reminds me. And you run back into your bedroom, and you reach in the sock drawer. You buy, put one of them cards up, gift card. You put it in the uh, envelope. Boom, quick, taking care of your covered. And uh, you, you bought a gift card for their kid, knowing that uh, they were going to get something for your kid. At least that's the way it looks on paper. Now, here's the here's the genius of that, and, that, and here's why I'm uh, consider myself so smart on these matters. Uh, well, what what if they nobody gives your kids anything? No, none of the neighbors and none of them. Well, then you're still going to use those gift cards because, like I said, Super Target has groceries. So over time, you'll use it. So you're not out anything. You're welcome. That's my uh, Christmas gift tip. For 2018, which sounds eerily similar to my Christmas gift tip for 2017, 16, 15, and 14. Anyway, if uh, you can uh, write to us and we will send you the transcript of this uh, program in case you forget uh, the Christmas tip and need to, you know, need to go over it again. We're going to play the birthday game, but it's not going to be the same as uh, we usually play it. I read off a birthday from somebody in the racing world that's coming up in the uh, coming week, and Mr. Kelly. Uh, is amazing with his ability to guess uh, within either right on or within a year or two of that person's age. Can't do it uh, today because, you know, Mr. Kelly, of course, is not here. So what I will do is just announce some of the birthdays that are coming up in the current in the later this week. Thanksgiving weekend on Saturday, Buddy Parrott, your old crew chief, uh, including crew chief in 1990 for Derek Cope when he uh, shocked the world by uh, winning the Daytona 500, which, uh, of course, he can, you know, thanks to a little piece of bell housing that the number three car picked up in the west banking and then uh which shredded his tire by the time he got to the east banking and uh, sent buddy parrot and Derek cope to uh victory lane buddy parrot will turn either 78 or 79 saturday depends on where you're looking <clears throat> now what i'm thinking is if the record books aren't sure if he's 78 or 79 he might actually be 80 but uh maybe not sunday Two for one. Here we go. Got a two for on Sunday. Joe Gibbs, the coach, turns 78. Oh, my goodness. Doesn't seem possible. This one really doesn't seem possible. Fox Sports 
broadcaster, anchorman for the uh, NASCAR uh, broadcast on Fox, Mike Joy, who goes all the way back to his MRN days in uh, Daytona Beach for the Motor Racing Network, and uh, before that, Emerson College uh, up in Boston, Massachusetts, the alma mater for the world's angriest uh, or the world's youngest angry old man, Zach Dean. Mike Joy turns six nine on Sunday. Doesn't that does not seem possible either? He's uh, his voice is only twenty four, however, great voice. Uh, next Monday, Dale Jarrett turns sixty two. And uh, we try to keep this among the living, but every now and then we uh, we t- go to the great beyond and announce the, uh, I guess it's not the birthday, but the anniversary of the birth of uh, Billy Standridge. Old, uh, I, th- I think he did some ARCA, but he definitely did some Bush series, and he was, a, he was the man in the Goodies Dash series for a long time. He would have been 65 next Tuesday. Shelby, North Carolina. And uh, he was a great guy and what, uh, what we like to call a good little racer. He could he could drive that car. He just he never uh, never climbed never climbed into the Cup Series for any length of time, and uh, back then it was a lot harder to a lot harder to get there and stay there, and uh, because there was just uh, there was only a you know a handful of handful of rides available, but uh, he was certainly capable, and I he was a guy I would always seek out because he was a uh, he always had a smile and was a really good guy who would explain things to you. And if, if you don't, sometimes you don't want to ask somebody in the garage a question, mechanical question, because it will immediately uh, prove that you you are a know nothing. But uh, he was one of the few guys that you could go up and ask that, you know, and ask, and at least to your face, he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't smirk and laugh at your lack of knowledge. Maybe he did that later, but I don't know. I never saw it, so I liked him. That's all it takes. I have a low bar. All right, Chris. Anything you want to add uh, before you, is your game over over there? Are you done? Anything? I think you covered everything I wanted to talk about. Is that, you got, I love, yes, that's the best. Were you paying any attention whatsoever? I'm sorry. What's your name? What? All right. Do you miss Goblin Kelly? I do. You do. I do. We all do. All right. Godspeed, Goblin. Anyway, till next time, uh, this is Ken Willis. Goblin will be back next time. I promise. But uh, anyway, until then, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.